I couldn't hear you.
And I learned to tap into my own intuition and I learned to uncover what's the difference between my energy and other people's energy. Because before that, everything was blended. I believed that other people's feelings were my own, which always left me very um, fatigued, confused. Uh, I suffered with almost narcolepsy. I could fall asleep at any moment because I was always so exhausted. Um, And then I did that, like practicing on anyone and everyone for about seven years. And then I started to read the books and compare my experiences to other people's experiences. So what I do now, I call intuitive restoration, where I help people uncover what their magic is, what is their intuition, how do they hear their voice, because everyone's is unique. And so we call, at Sweaty Successful Mom, they call me the, the spiritual leader, but it's not in the sense of I'm a guru and I stand in, in front of people and um, share scriptures and those types of things. I've created space in my own life for my spirit to lead, and I teach other women to do the same. Ooh, that is beautiful. That What a cool background, Leslie. <laughs> that is so neat. Um, and I, I'd love to welcome the other two members of your amazing, amazing group, Sweaty Successful Moms. Um, Let's start with Miriam. We'll do it in, in uh, alphabetical order. <laughs> so, hi, Miriam. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm so excited that all three of you are on today. And maybe you could share a little bit about your journey um, of how you got here and, and how you guys uh, got together. Uh, okay. So, um I think I've all, so I grew up in, in France. I guess that's an important part, so hence my accent. Yeah. Um, I was born and raised there, and my mother is, is a pharmacist. And, but back home, the pharmacist has a very different approach of things, or at least she had. Uh, although she was, like, uh, giving out drugs and, and things like this, she was also uh, advising a lot uh, anyone coming to a pharmacy, talking about herbs and homeopathy. Uh, like we had our own veggie garden, like very conscious of our own wow. immune system and things like this. Um, I've kind of, so I've, I've grew up with that background, uh, knowing that, yes, there's a drug to help us out, but you know, we can do a lot of things. And my mom was always the last one to take drugs or whatever, but we always had our arnica and, and things like this. So that's kind of how I grew up. Um, and when, and I've always been um, connected to the outdoors, I think I must have been almost born with the idea that one day, not born, but kind of you get the idea, that one day I would move to Canada because I was so much attracted by what I thought, um, you know, the, the, the kindness of people, the, the, the way they are connected to nature and our outdoor and, and all of it. So fast forward. Um, eventually did the big leap and found a way to come to Canada um, to discover that my idea of, of Canada was perhaps not exactly what I thought it was, uh, but I pursue that, that, um, that thought that I would be more connected to nature to go outdoor and um, have my own veggie garden and pursue also what I grew with was being more connected to things and uh, have a more holistic life. Uh, in um, and then I got a few, a couple of kids, and things got uh, really, really hard for me because I was a lot by myself with them, working full time, uh, which um, pushed me to the edge of just deciding that I had to do something different or it would not look pretty. And that's exactly at that moment that came across Kristen and Leslie. They were uh, starting, uh, so they had already created Sweaty Sucker Moms, where they were just starting, and they were offering a lot of different workshops in the, in the community, uh, and I just came across one of them. So I, uh, I I went there, and I thought they were really amazing ladies, and I started following them and going to all the, the workshops they were putting in place, and eventually be um, very much involved into Sweaty Sucker Moms, and to to um, the point that um, I start I I. I got part of it. Uh, actually, the we went, uh, Chris and Leslie wanted to go to a WAS seminar, and they asked me to come with them, and that's when my journey as a Swedi successful mom member, or not member, but like one of the three of us started. Um, and yes, being, being surrounded with Leslie and Kristen, um, 
learning all about their wisdom um, and uh, make me feel more confident about my knowledge and uh, what uh, what you know I'm about and uh, sharing also uh, my knowledge, which is about um, the, reconnecting with the, with the environment and also like within your home because we know that the home is is a picture of who we are and where we are. So I've been talking or I talk a lot about decluttering, detoxing in your home, DIY, to be free of the toxin and be able to reconnect and live a simpler life but connected, um, be in harmony with with the environment, the earth, and uh, yourself so that you can also be in harmony with your children and, you know, just teach them by leading by example, really. That's, that's beautiful. That's I love how, you know, I know we haven't heard from Kristen yet. She's up next. But just uh, how complimentary, you know, all your energies are, you know. And, and uh, a tree, like a trio, um, it's actually, a, my understanding anyway, is like sacred geometry, you know. There's three of you. And it's very powerful um, that way. So, um, yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing. That's pretty that's pretty yes. neat. Uh, your mom was a pharmacist, but yet she was just so natural and into outdoors and stuff and taught you guys that. That was so cool. Yeah, and it's funny because she learned. I mean, I remember the kid, she was talking about herbs. That they had to learn at the pharmacy, like when she did the pharmacy um, degree, her degree. And she kind of faded a little bit away. But with my journey now when I actually recently went back home and that was actually say, hey, listen, look, we, I've been foraging a lot this past year, uh, connecting more. And so just kind of bringing things back into what that she kind of had left on the side. And she's like, it's incredible to see bloom because she's like now full back into this, all the herbs and, and the, the property they've learned about them and how beautiful they are. It's, it's just, yeah. Very cool. And, uh, well, I guess it, uh, last but not least, we want to hear from Kristen. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. I, hi. Um, I love how you um, picked up and mentioned how, like, the three of us complement each other. And that's, like, one of the things that we um, love about working together is, um, you know, we each kind of balance out our strengths and weakness and kind of rely on each other to, like, pick us up or support us through. And uh, we feel it's, like, a really nice rounded approach for even just like, helping women just to kind of see, like, how different we are. But each one has, like, a certain, like, quality that, you know, resonates. And, yeah, so it's it's pretty awesome little package. <laughs> Yeah, tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so um, I'm a nurse, um, and and before that I loved, um, well, I still do, but I loved being outdoors. When I was in high school, I did this course called the Brunny Creek Project where for a semester um, we, like, drove into this um, place up in, like, Brunny Creek underneath the escarpment there, and we just, like, learned how to be in nature. We did, like, uh, journaling and all these activities. Uh, We did this uh, portaging trip and um, it was just really awesome just to be outside and just fully connected uh, um, to, to nature and be learning more about that. I wanted to go into environmental sciences, but I was told there was no money in jobs and got redirected into nursing where I could help people. And that's really what I wanted to do was be able to help people make a difference in their lives. So through nursing, I kind of forgot about, you know, all the stuff I loved about nature and the earth. And it wasn't until my son was born on my maternity leave where I had the time again um, to be away from work and the shift work and to really explore things that I loved, like getting back outside and getting more um, back into nature and connected into food. And I started going to all these workshops about food and holistic health and nutrition and I was hooked and I realized the immense responsibility I had of um, what I was going to feed him and what was going to enter his body and that had the impact to like shape his um, future like create his foundation so I really dove into the food side of it and ended up enrolling at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition to become a registered holistic nutritionist and uh, since then that I um, that was Two years ago, I graduated um, from that um, school, and yeah, my whole perspective on health medicine has definitely changed. So over the last uh, six years, I've been definitely evolving more into the holistic approach, the well-being, the mind-body-spirit. That's why I love the three of us. We kind of bring in those aspects of mind-body-spirit, and just really helping people to connect back to food. And I like to describe it as um, high vibrational food, food that's been touched by the energy of the sun, grown in the, the energy from the, the soil, like nutrient-rich soil, and then 
those high vibrations of that food, you know, you consume and have that inner vibration as well. Um, and then throughout the journey of kind of learning more about germ theory and train, which I saw you're talking about, which I love, yeah. um, I've got really pa- passionate in, into that aspect and um, kind of just really found my voice as uh, um, I remember at one of um, the WLA, um, we had to find our guru word, right? And mine ended up being leader, which was terrifying and, <laughs> you know, exciting. But I, I find the more I've kind of been learning, I've been stepping into that uh, role as um, leadership and leader, especially in the community with everything that's going on right now. <laughs> right. And that's my so, so, mm-hmm. so needed. And, you know, motherhood is incredibly beautiful and rewarding, yet very challenging journey. And talk about leadership. I mean, women today are both leaders in and outside the home and even within the home. It can be challenging because we don't want to usurp uh, the leadership role of our, you know, um, partners if we have partners um, we want to, you know, keep that um, the the feminine energy going as well. But it's all too easy just to see how busy moms are just trying to do everything. Like they're lost in parenting, their careers, the to do list, lost within themselves, feeling guilty, anxious. Uh, you know, like they're never good enough. They they don't want to traumatize their child. This is what one you know said to me recently um, because she didn't feel good enough. She didn't feel like she had her her own stuff fixed. So she was going to project it to her child, and she was so frightened, you know, of doing that um, that it was overwhelming uh, and, 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 you know, it caused a lot of anxiety. Um, so I'd love um, for you, uh, for, for, you know, I, I'm not sure who's going to talk next, but, <laughs> you know, to, uh, you know to, to, you know, talk about that first point we're going to talk about today is how does a busy, overwhelmed mom find calm in the chaos? So I'm, I'll jump in here. It's Leslie speaking. So um, before I answer that, just to bring in that some grounding even for the topic, um, that sweaty successful moms, yes, we're the, the trio. So we, yes, the sacred geometry, the triangle, but it is really rooted in our mission which is to grow a community that believes in raising leaders who are wholeheartedly connected to the earth. And we believe that when moms are living with their own peace and their own purpose, they naturally teach their children to lead with their hearts, And that is what's going to change the world. And so often busy moms, when we put on more and more and more to do on our shoulders, often the energy of that to do is in trying to keep up with the neighbors, trying to keep up with social media, trying to keep up with our projection of what we believe everyone else's life is. Yep. But when we can change that vibration and say, stop, stop the comparing, like actually just completely abruptly stop the comparing, which is, that's the seatbelt method, which we'll uh, touch on later. When we can stop comparing and change the vibration to what do Uh, What does my soul need? What does my soul want? And what what, what actually supports my family? Again, not what other people believe would support my family. And then you're moving into functioning in values, not functioning from a a to-do list perspective. Like women are, we're so good at creating these giant to-do lists and creating this um, image of what would be perfected. But when we can redefine what it is that we want based on what we want, not what others want, there's freedom in that. Oh, I can definitely then, feel the difference uh, between that the big, huge, humongous to-do list and then what you're talking about. And I'm sure Kristen can speak to this. She's gone through a lot of redefining in the last couple of years, changing homes multiple times, looking searching and then really stepping into leadership, especially in this past year um, and how it shifted for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kristen, maybe we yeah, can hear from you. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely been um, a roller coaster ride, of course. Like, especially when I got out of nutrition school, I had like uh, big goals of being, you know, how I thought, you know, a tr- nutritionist should be and getting clients and all these things. And I was like following people that had over 10 years experience and watching them and, you know, feeling not good enough that I'll, I'll never be there. But you kind of forget, like, they had to start somewhere as well. But then I, I realized that I was kind of creating rules for myself on what, I thought was expected, like what I should do, what I should do with this um, knowledge. And, um, and then I finally had to just come inside and like actually ask myself, like, what does that look like for me? What, um, you know, what, what does my inner community say? What does my, my heart say? What is, um, how do I want to live? And then once I finally did that, um, things started to shift. And I was like, I no longer need to be like this nutritionist that I, you know, thought was expected, or I no longer need to be this person. I no longer need to do this. I get to just be um, unabashedly, authentically Kristen Nagel. And that's, that's all that matters. Like stepping into my role, stepping into who I am and it's unique and it's different. It doesn't fit a category because it's just, just for me. And then being able to share that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I I love what you guys said uh, or what Leslie said to you about the comparing, because I have to say that at least in my own personal experience, having uh, loved to, and still do uh, make big to-do lists (laughs) is that um, that comparing part is so, may I say toxic to ourselves, to myself. And it is very tempting. It's almost an addiction to want to compare and go, well, that mom looks like they have it together or that leader looks like she has it together or, wow, that person has 10,000 followers and she must be making so much bigger an impact than I am. What am I doing? You know. <laughs> uh, so thank yes. you for, for mentioning that. So mentioning yeah, the addiction. I, I Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen, with the addiction that you just spoke of, uh, the when we don't understand what our own soul's journey is and we release comparison, so we take that step and say, okay, what do I really want? There's often a void. There's often a feeling of emptiness because we haven't embraced ourselves yet. So there's this feeling of empty, and when we feel empty, we do default to disconnect and we default to those addictions. So even when we take that first step and say, I realize that comparing is toxic, but as a busy mom, often we don't know how to deal with that gap um, that enters our space before finding oh, so who we are. True. So that's why so we actually true. created the, the Embrace You um, mini training. We actually made it for ourselves because we went through a phase of comparison. Sweaty successful moms, we had a moment where we took on someone else's belief that all three of us had to be very similar, that our brand had to be smooth and transparent and understand, and that people would understand it. And we lost ourselves in that temporarily. And when we realized that each one of us is unique, then we released, then we truly released that comparison because we could embrace who we were as individuals. It made our business stronger, but also made us stronger in our own homes. I know my stress and anxiety with my kids and them fitting into the box of I should be able to, like Kristen's really great at, she can take her kids to, uh, to meetings. They can, they're amazing, like coffee tag team partners for her. <laughs> my kids are not. <laughs> and so for me, I have a, either, a, you know, I either get a babysitter or a, their dad takes, like their dad takes them or we arrange something in our schedule that my kids are not around when we have, some sort of meeting or something. Um, and that's okay. Like, it's okay that our kids are different because we are different. Um, so that's why we made the Embrace You training. And since we have all three of us are more grounded in who we are, and it always brings us back to our center so that we can continue living our own unique lives. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Miriam, did you have any challenges in this way in terms of, like, your family life and comparison and you know, not feeling calm. Oh, yeah. About, about, them, about a million of them. So um, I, definitely, I definitely grew up a little bit feeling like I was a little bit of a hippie in my family. 
um, you know, like liking to have dirty hands and dirty, like in the being in the in the soil, working on with my hands, uh, doing DIY, like doing tons of DIY, planning, gardening, uh, looking at more the holistic side of things. I'm, uh, my mother is like this, but my sibling are definitely not, and, and most of my family isn't. So I was always felt I was like a little bit of a hippie, and um, always kind of you know, kept it on the side and, you know, doing it, but not really putting it out there um, because, I, you know, not wanting to be judged on what I was doing right. and uh, or not doing. And so uh, I have had lots of that. And certainly since since being part of 26 Moms and, um, you know, like evolving the three of us and, and as Leslie so beautifully described, like going back to our values, who we are, and, and being so strongly... Uh, comfortable just being who we are basically putting it out there i've i've yeah my life i've been just now everyone knows i'm i'm a hippie and everyone knows i like just dirty hands and and i'm proud i'm proud of sharing my you know talking about roots and seeds and planting and medicine i don't i don't hide it anymore so that's been that's been a big big change for me for sure wow now you're now you're more mainstream than ever. People now look up to. I mean, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, it's great. Like I, you know, my my sister who, uh, you know, really isn't so into the same stuff that I'm into. You know, talking about GMO foods and avoiding this and you know organic and all that kind of stuff. But she's the one with the garden. Like she's the one, you know, that learned. We didn't do it growing up, but her, you know, her uh, husband's family has. So she learned to garden, and her kids, you know, garden and eat stuff from the garden, you know, all summer long. And I'm just like freaking too busy to even try. I mean, I tried to plant one thing once and never worked. So I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm the farmers market, okay. So, but it's another easy comparison that I try not to get myself into, but. You know, it's 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 so great, yeah. Uh, you know, to have have all these different um, options, and um, you know, and, and like like you are, Miriam, just like, hey, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm hippie, and I'm just gonna accept myself, and it's good, it's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and like Leslie said, like once you accept yourself and accept who you are, you can actually like we, the three of us. I mean, for sure, the last well, this year, based we all, I want to say, explode, but really like expanding our uh, who we are like we we had to um really look inward in 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 our inner community just to be able to go through the last few months and not turning crazy really to be honest um but it's been beautiful because we've discovered so much knowledge that we have inner knowledge and and once you know you have that you gain so much more confidence and life is not uh, pretty all the time and it's not calm all the time but then you know what to go back to to be able to you know find that this calm in the cows. Ooh, nice, nice. Now you mentioned, uh, I'm not sure which we should uh, talk about first, um, Leslie, uh, the Sweaty Successful Mom Seatbelt Method or the Embrace You and Your Inner Community because we've already mentioned a little bit of both. So what do you think would be next to to share? The Embrace You, uh, the, the inner community. So I think Kristen's about to just actually, she's the one that came up with the term, or at least embraced the term inner community. So maybe she can start by defining what inner community means, so that when we're talking about inner community, everyone's on the same page. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I guess I, I was definitely feeling a little bit lost and just kind of confused what it should be doing, what it should look like, uh, full and heavy into comparison mode that was like draining me emotionally and mentally uh, and just trying to figure out the next step. And I was on a call with a mentor and she kind of asked me um, a couple questions and then asked like, well, what about your inner community? And I was like, oh, you know, there's a great community around here supported by this and this and, you know, these people or whatever. She's like, no, 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 your inner community. What is your heart saying? What's, what's inside you? What, what is like your community um, saying within you? And I was like, oh, I was like, that's, big one <laughs> so I couldn't actually even answer it at first because I think I hadn't listened to it in so long I didn't know what it was saying so I had to reflect on on that I had to kind of cancel out the noise and I actually had to kind of like sit with me and be like well what what is my inner community saying what does that feel like what does that look like and what is it trying to say to me uh and that's when uh we kind of got together the three of us I kind of shared my feelings and and then that's how we came up with 
the Embrace You Meaning training was because of these experiences and insights that we had and noticing that we're all kind of like feeling, feeling them. So uh, once kind of coming inward um, and listening to the inner community and actually um, following my heart, what I wanted, it became easier to share and speak and continue to kind of follow my path. And of course, you kind of, you know, have ebbs and flows and you fall off and you come back. But that's why uh, Leslie will kind of explain why we have the Embrace You mini training and the seatbelt method is when you fall off, then there's ways to bring yourself back. Ah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and we created this during uh, the lockdown. And, and we counterintuitively, I would have expected, if you asked me before I was actually locked down, what I would be like locked down, I would have described something different. I would have, I would have assumed that it's time to pause would actually decrease the comparison because there is nobody to see. There is nobody to compare to. But in reality, that comparison was incredibly heightened because of social media and, and our only connection to our community was through social media. And so I felt like in my body that I was going a hundred miles an hour, achieving my goals, uh, working on sweaty, successful moms, being a busy mom, doing intuitive coaching, and then I hit the brakes, and I feel like I almost slammed into the windshield because I didn't have a seatbelt on. And so we really quickly created this method, and it actually came out of coaching one of our clients from the Meaningful More journey that we have. It's a 12-week journey. But this, with one of the clients, we just did a very quick meditation um, that you could do with your eyes open. It includes some journaling and it really brings you right back into who you are. And so it, it seatbelts you in, it anchors you in so that you can move from being in comparison, which leads you to feeling uh, worried often because we forget who we are. So our worries build and then we have about a hundred worries and we can shift that worry into concern. So I, I explain it like when you're worried, you're thinking about every single circumstance and you're thinking about all of the negative parenting um, or qualities that you have about yourself and how you're screwing up your kids. <laughs> yep. And yep. it's like being on the surfboard and running up and down the surfboard. You're obviously <laughs> going to fall off and it's going to hurt. Versus when you're grounded in who you are, now you've moved in away from worry, and there are still concerns. There are still things that are challenging and difficult, and they require some research and some support, and there's things that you require. But working in a place of functioning from your inner community, functioning in a place of concern, is like being on that surfboard, but you're grounded. Your knees are bent. Your arms are out. You're balanced, and you're looking forward, and you see the wave coming, and you know that you can navigate the wave doesn't mean you won't fall off, but you're much more prepared. And then I, that's when I chimed in and said, and then you can turtle roll under it. I lived in Tofino for a little bit and that was like one of the best things I learned. It was called a turtle roll. You hold on tight to your board and you like flip over onto your back and then you go under the wave and then pop back out. Wow. (laughs) Then you can learn how to turtle roll under the wave. Video. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, what a great visual. That totally, like, I get it. That is so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. And when, um, if women are want, when women are feeling the that comparison, um, we do have like the Embrace You mini training you can access for free on our website. Um, Right now, it's just join our community. I think Kristen or Miriam, maybe either of you know, we're getting our, our websites being updated. Uh, but you can, you can access it for free, um, but it's valued at $197. So it's a pretty nice. cool free gift that we have right now for our community because we know um, a lot of areas of the world are going back into lockdown. Um, the stress, the pressures are really high. The... It's just a, it's a challenging time. It is. Wow, that's so um, generous of you guys. Thank you so much. So um, how do people find that Embrace You mini training? So it's uh, on, Right now they can go, yeah, go to our website. So it's www.sweatysuccessfulmoms.com. 
And uh, you can um, sign up for our email list and join our community. It does say that. And uh, we will we send the link out at this time. Our, our website is going through some revamps, and it, eventually it will be, like, right on there to access. But the best way is to join our mailing list, and then we send out the, uh, the video. Okay, that's great. And, by the way, um, I, I just love the, the, the top part of that you guys talking with each other and you get to see you and what you're doing. And it's like so cool. I don't know how you did that technically, but it's awesome. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like you guys are real people. (laughs) And that's what we say, like the imperfect action. Like we just kind of like, just keep trying to like step forward in our mission of, you know, raising leaders wholeheartedly connected to the earth. And we just kind of move forward on that. But we, you know, we come from very different backgrounds that are not entrepreneurs and definitely not tech savvy. So we just like to encourage, take imperfect action. It'll keep leading you the way on your path where you should be heading. That is very, very good advice. Um, can you uh, clarify the uh, seatbelt, the Swayze Successful Mom seatbelt method? What's that? So the seatbelt method is a guided journaling meditation, and it's it's in the Embrace You mini training. And oh, so okay. what I believe is we could talk about something, however you could go and experience it, and you're going to save yourself. If you're a busy mom, you're going to save yourself so much time by just going in and doing that seatbelt method. And once you have it and you've experienced it, you can do it anytime. It takes about five minutes or less to do. The more you practice it, the faster you can do it. And it really frees you of the, the, the mom guilt. It frees you of that desire to be perfect. It allows you to be who you are. It allows you to make choices that are based on your values, not on your limited circumstances. And it also frees you to um, create more of the community that you desire. We hear from women all the time, all the time. I don't know anyone in my city that is like you. I'm the only one that is awake, that believes in being natural, that believes in connecting with the earth, that believes in being vaccine-free. People say they're the only ones. However, when you change your vibration, you attract in more of your people, more of your community. So the seatbelt method, when you apply it in your life, when you practice it, you are changing your vibration to be in alignment with your inner community, and it allows you to create your external community and draw more of that in and create friendship and support. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and I, I totally echo that that um, that advice and, and wisdom because I definitely have seen it in my own life, even though I'm not a, a mom of a human child anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, but for everyone um, who, you know, is being challenged um, from the outside world and feeling alone and isolated because a lot of people do, not just moms, but, you know, other other women and, and feeling like, you know, I, as, you, as you guys know, I, you know, help highly uh, sensitive people and they feel really isolated and alone because nobody understands them. But you're absolutely right. When they raise their vibration, they get into a, a a place of greater calm and greater peace. It doesn't mean perfection, but they feel better about themselves, know who they really are, honor who they really are. All of a sudden, they seem to magically find more community members or find a group to join or feel more connected, um, even though their outer circumstances don't seem to to reflect, at least initially, like more people in their lives per se as physical people in front of them, (laughs) but they just feel more connected and they attract the kind of people that support them and love them and, you know, wish them well. And yeah, so whatever you're saying is absolutely my experience. Uh, Fantastic. Thank you. So let's take a go at, um, uh, now we, we're going to talk about like, how does, how does that, translate what we're talking about into like um, child rearing per se you know because people probably are thinking okay is there like a like how does me getting into my inner community and really embracing myself how does that actually translate into taking care of my kids better or them uh, being raised as you know happy leaders grounded to sustainability and health and wellness etc 
Yeah, so I was, I was I was chatting with someone last night, and they they believed this woman, this mother. She's amazing. She's fabulous. But she believed that to be the best mother, she had to put herself on the back burner. And and yet there are people. There's her children have a lot of issues that she has inside of her. And. What we believe is that your children are their own, they are their own souls, but they equally will reflect what's going on in you. So there was a time, there was a day I wasn't having the greatest day. I was like internally like super angry and crazy. And my son, and I wasn't, I was not acting outwardly crazy. My son grabbed an egg and launched it across the kitchen. And I was like, oh, you know what? (laughs) That actually has nothing to do with you. You are showing me my insides. And so I knew that I don't need to discipline in that moment. He does need discipline, but not, he actually didn't need it in that moment. That was all to do with me. And so embracing myself and doing some work on myself isn't selfish. It's not me going to get my nails done. It's me taking time, whether it's three breaths, to ground and center, to be who I am. And it frees your children to be who they are because you're, you are actually leading by example. When you're living with your own peace and your own purpose, they do too. They do that naturally. We don't have to, I don't believe that we need to directly teach them a lot, but we do have a responsibility to take care of ourselves because that is taking care of our kids. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, we, we've seen I it like, um, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say that LED that Leslie used quite often is when you're in a plane. Um, and the oxygen masks come down, if you are told to put, as the parent, the oxygen mask first, because if you don't have it on, you can't, you won't be able to put it on your children. We won't be able to take care of the children, and I think that's exactly what it is. Like, we as parents, as mothers, we need to have our oxygen mask on first, and to have it on to be able to breathe, we have to be calm, and to be calm, we have to know what our inner community is. We have to be aligned we have to be aligned with who we are. And once we know who we are, we are more at peace. And that reflects outwards, of course, to our children. Like like Leslie said, our kids feel everything. Like then we don't need to talk. They know exactly what's going on. I mean, not exactly, but really close to it. In our minds, we're stressed <laughs> out if we're not feeling good. They'll come to us. They'll hug us if they see we're not feeling well or they will acting will be acting up if we're acting up. Like they, they, they sense all of this. And so by having our own oxygen mask on and taking care of who we are, by knowing who we are, we, we get there. Like, yeah. Yeah, neat. Uh, it, Kristen? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> it's hard to see we can't see each other. Um, uh, I was thinking of um, our forest school. So uh, out of uh, a selfish need for ourselves, we wanted to create a day where, you know, we got together with some like-minded parents for kids to be outside and just kind of experience nature. And so we kind of started with seven people, which has grown to almost 50, I think. Wow. Um, in our forest school. Yeah, it's actually crazy. And, it, and I've noticed that it's kind of all linked together. So I've noticed people that have kind of been shy, like Leslie had mentioned, thinking that they're alone, the only ones that feel this way. But when they've come into their inner community, um, they've actually grown their community. Like it's amazing how each Thursday this group continues to grow and it continues to flourish. And you can see the, the parents are more relaxed. The parents are becoming more confident. They are, you know, settled in and their self, they're settled in their community, and you can see the kids thriving and flourishing in that environment, and uh, it's just been amazing to see since, I don't know, the last couple months this has been, we've been doing this, and so we got like a firsthand experience of what it looks like to come into your inner community, to create your outer community, and seeing how the kids um, flourish and, and thrive in that environment as well. Yeah, and we, so often moms believe that we have to be everything ourselves. Like we have to be the superhero. We have to do it all. But the truth is we're much better when we don't do it all. So when we go and join this community and other like-minded, uh, other, other like-minded moms and children and allow children to actually be free and actually be who they are without – constraints it's freeing for everybody Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, you can just see the relationships like like strangers are kind of helping each other with babies or helping each other watch the kids. And everyone's just it, it's a complete like that, that saying it takes a village um, to raise a village. And we're like witnessing it um, like right from our eyes, like just seeing how people are um, ad- adopting and coming together and helping complete strangers and everyone's participating. And and yeah, it's been really beautiful. Paraphrase a little bit. So, if someone is like a mom, brand new mom, you know, first time mom, nervous, anxious, uh, feeling that they're they're not good enough, or or they're you know messed up their kid or something like that, feels isolated and doesn't feel like they're doing things right. Um, what you guys are saying is like, hey, let's connect you back to you, and and you know, embrace your inner community, and from that space and from that vibration and you don't have to be perfect at it, um, then you um, attract, if you will, that, that tribe and that support. And, and, that, and you just, I mean, you guys just totally manifested that amazing reality of all these parents, like, supporting each other um, in such a short period of time. It's, it's beautiful. Did I get that right? Yeah, yes. that's a really and great summary. Yeah. You nailed it. You nailed it. And just to speak on the new mom, and it's, so especially when you don't have enough sleep, your body is in a biological space that's very hard to find yourself in because you're in emergency mode. And that is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, there's lots of other factors, why we also do creating clarity calls for women. Because when you when you're in that scenario where everything is new, you're in emergency mode, it's really hard to get out of emergency mode alone. It's hard to get out of what you what has been created around you. And so the creating clarity call gives people a chance to step outside of themselves and find their own inner truth so they can start making the changes to be who they really are. Because that's a really hard shift. Um, the the seatbelt method is uh, a great one for the comparison, but when you're really, really, really lost, especially in that new parenting, the creating clarity is really powerful to really find your direction to take so that you can be creating your own community when you feel that isolation. That's really great advice. And so I think that no matter how, you know, educated or smart or, you know, well-meaning a mom, a parent can be, uh, we all need some support and, and we have to be willing to reach out for that support. And, and maybe figuring out, is it fit, isn't it fit, you know, um, instead of just staying just by myself, you know, going, whoa, woe is me, I'm all alone. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah. Miriam can speak about can speak about this the best because Miriam she was alone in parenting. She was alone with her two girls and working full time, and she made that she was the one that came to us. Like she kept showing up, and no one could do that for her but her. That's the one thing that we can't do for anyone. We can't make anyone show up. So Miriam, like, what was that like for you? Because that was hard for you to leave the house to show up. Yeah, because I was in this comparison mode, in the guilt mode, exactly what you were describing before, Karen, where I felt I could not take care of, like, you know, the priority was my children and, you know, playing the business and working. And taking care of myself was just not on the list. There was no space for it. Um, And taking, like, once I realized that I actually needed to put that oxygen mask on so that I could be a better person um, for myself but for my kids and and happier, that's when things really turned around for me, like, hugely. And, um, but, yeah, it was it was a big step because it it took me a long time to, to, to take it, just to take the courage to just do something for myself without feeling guilty. Um, But no one can do that. For us. Like you can't change anyone if that person doesn't change. So that takes it takes courage. It takes um, effort. It's not easy. It might be scary, but if it's actually scary and it's com- like it's not comfortable, then you know that's the right thing to do. So uh, and once I did that, like changing, you know, once you change your vibration, like you are looking for your community, you're building your community, then everyone comes through your door and you can just expand and it's an incredible change and it's um yeah 
It's worth mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it's worth the work. It is work, but it's very yeah. much worth it. <laughs> mhm. I think it is important to note that asking for help and reaching out is not a sign of weakness. So, because I think sometimes we want to do it all. We think we have to, and you know, we want to be in control and show that, you know, we're strong enough and we can, but reaching out is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. Like Marion had mentioned, like it takes courage and bravery and it is a sign of strength to ask for help because asking for help can be the hardest part. Yes. That's a great, yes, yes, it is a very so hard. And, and, but, like the saying, you know, it takes the village to raise the children, and we forgot about it, but it's it's true. It is true. Like mm-hmm. you cannot raise your children alone. It's just it's a lie. <laughs> well, I think so that people no are already uncomfortable with their discomfort, right? Like I mean, in terms of like being alone and isolated and feeling anxious and everything like that. And yes, it's uncomfortable to reach out. It's uncomfortable to be vulnerable, saying I do need support and help. Um, instead of you know, I want to be super mom. And so I figure they, you're already uncomfortable, so you might as well be uncomfortable and actually get some help. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I know you have a, an amazing program. So we talked a little bit about the uh, the free mini training, which is again very awesome and very generous of of you, um, the Embrace You and your inner community, and uh, SweatySuccessfulMoms.com is just get on the mailing list, and then, you know, um, um, you'll, you know, folks that can get uh, access to that free program it, that includes the Sweaty Successful Mom Seatbelt Method. But tell us more about the bigger picture, like somebody that's, like, ready to, you know, really delve deep and, you know, make a bigger difference for themselves and their their family. I know you have a program called the Meaningful More Journey, so maybe you can share us a little bit about what is that and who is it for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So yeah. <laughs> what we uncovered, we actually put together, there was a, a, a program that we put together, and while we were delivering the program, we realized that we tapped into a really deep truth which is when we are disconnected from who we are, we cannot live peacefully with purpose and passion. And we uncovered that women, we don't need more to do, but we are thirsty and craving to live a life of meaning. And so that is what led us to create the Meaningful More journey. It's a 12-week program that brings women through the feelings of feeling lost, feeling disconnected, feeling lonely, longing, moving them into building the life they desire and believing in themselves so that they can do anything and they can actually find what it is that brings them meaning. Mm-hmm. So we walk That's them through beautiful. a process to get fully connected to themselves through a mind, body, spirit approach and uh, through a sequence of, we say, like, find her, love her, heal her to um, move into, like, being her, to fully be connected to to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And then I, and then, uh, I think that... <laughs> sorry, oh, go sorry. ahead. I keep cutting you off here. <laughs> I just, when Kristen says mind, body, and spirit, I think that's where our, our trio, our magic comes in. I mean, because we're so different and we approach different parts of, of the life, um, it's a very complete program where you touch on everything, which is very unique. Um, and that so far all the, the women who've gone through the program have absolutely loved because there is, they're touch, you touch on everything, mind, body, and spirit. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. And I was just going to ask you if you had any stories uh, to share with the, the people that have uh, worked with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, we've had, it's been incredible to see the transformations happening um, with the women going through it. Um, we found too, like as they're going through the journey, we're also kind of on our own journey as well. And we continue to kind of uh, learn off of each other. So it's always something unique. It's always something different. And we're, we're also end up kind of walking along the journey with them, which is pretty magical. Beautiful. We had one woman and she, um, uh, she was in the corporate world. She thought she wanted to leave her job and she ended up, finding her role in leadership and bringing feminine energy to the corporate world and standing up in this beautiful, um, as a, as a leader and connecting, you know, like bringing this feminine energy to, 
um, to her job. And it was amazing to see the transformation and the shift she was making there um, and empowering people. And she started to say that now she's so protective of her energy, she actually started visualizing it. I think before she was constantly just giving it away. And she's like, now I see it as this little blue ball and I just hold it close to me. And I really like have to be careful of like who I like send it out to. So she like actually has this visualization of uh, her energy. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Imagine this corporate woman, you know, now, now just so grounded, you know, in herself. That's so cool. Um, Any other stories you want to share? Yeah. And then we had, we actually had then the exact opposite. We had another client, uh, another beautiful mom who felt like it was probably her time to return to the corporate world. Uh, but that was out of default because that's what she knew. That's what she had previously done. But when she really rooted into who she was and followed the steps and uncovering more and more layers of herself um, in her home, uh, through food, through her own intuition, recognizing her own intuitive voice, she uncovered what she really wanted to do. And she started her own business, Rooted, and is now a full-on entrepreneur and has never looked back and she's doing amazing and growing a business. And it's really, really, really cool to see that when she really could believe in herself, then the opportunity opened because before that, because she didn't have that true belief in herself, it's hard to see what's even possible because you don't believe Mm -hmm. it's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. It's been amazing to see. Yeah. Uh, And what I was thinking about. So good. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. Actually, and she, I'm like a regular client of hers. She does like energy work, and it's just amazing to see her uh, <laughs> and her business thrive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and there's there was one other. Well, there's been many, but another story that stands out is um, another uh, woman. She was just kind of struggling in her home and marriage and parenting and just she was trying to force things a lot and trying to you know kind of like asking others to make change or do this and she thought that was kind of the problems and then finally as she was going through her program she stepped back and just started to come inward started to make changes within herself started to kind of um, feel the way she wanted to feel and um, emotions and started regulating herself and just you know totally connecting to who she is and it started to like a ripple effect in her home. Like she noticed it with her kids, um, behavior changing. She noticed her relationship with her husband improving. She noticed like um, the spark, like the love and the, the romance was growing again. And it was all, she didn't do anything except change, um, like just come more inward and change her own um, like feelings. Oh, that's a beautiful story, and I, I love stories like that because it just goes to show each of us that um, – and, and it's so many women, myself included, have been in that space where we're telling our partners what to do, you know. And here's the feminine trying to tell the masculine what to do. And, and they don't like it too much. <laughs> no. Uh, it usually like go over so well. two men in the house, you know, kind of like butting heads. Um, and I used to do that with my family. You know, I'd be like, well, I've got, I've got the MD, right? So you need to eat this and don't eat that and da-da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, and they were just, oh, my God, here she comes again, right? And they just wouldn't listen to me. And But, of course, why, would, why should they? I was stressed out all the time. I was bullying them into, you know, doing what I thought was right, which now I've reversed almost all those suggestions <laughs> now that I know more. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the thing is, they're more likely to listen to me now, and I don't even force my opinion on them. I just, you know, share where I'm at, where I'm at, you know, and and I'm happier and more balanced, more joyful. So, interestingly, they're more likely to be asking me, uh, but I'm not attached to them asking me, and each of them has had a healthier lifestyle since I stopped harping on them. (laughs) (laughs) Because I changed myself, so, yeah. Yeah, one of the magic that, one of the things that people find magical about working with the three of us is that we are also very vulnerable and and honest. So often a client will have will help them uncover their own intuitive download that's coming through during like a coaching call. And oftentimes, so I could, for example, like I could deliver for them what their intuitive message is. And oftentimes I sit there and I, go, and I have to say to them out loud, like, oh, I got to do that too. Like, you know, telling our husbands <laughs> what we need them to do so that we can feel good. And it's like, well, actually, I could say kind words to myself and therefore attract more kind words in. And then I'll be like, okay, so let's do this together because all three of us 
have to do this. We found that people that come into our lives, come into the program, we all get in we all get in this little sink where we move together, we evolve together, and it's very honest. And so you're mm-hmm. not alone when you're going through this. You're never alone. You have support and people that are experiencing something similar. And that's even the most unlikely clients that we bring together and partner up. Sometimes like, oh, I don't know, is this one a really good partnership? And it always turns into these amazing connections and friendships. And two clients ended up being neighbors, and they had never they had never met. Oh. And <laughs> now it's like new friendship. Wow. So it's really cool. There's like so, so much. There's so much magic that happens, and it's always well, it's always surprises us. That that you know you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have everything like perfectly made and, and you're uh, some guru on a pedestal and, and you're going to tell people how they should live their lives, you're really in it. You're really in it. You're growing. You're evolving. You're changing. You're learning with your clients. I mean, that's true. Uh, to me, that's my definition of true leadership um, and, uh, you know, helping people, um, and which is your passion along the way. So, wow, you guys are just rocking it I'm, I'm just so i'm just so happy you are here on the show with me I'm so happy well thank you for having us we were so excited yeah yeah so i just want to share with folks so sweaty successful moms.com is where you can connect and get on the mailing list and then maybe um leslie you can share with people uh you guys talked about a clarity call just what's involved in that how do they book one uh in case they they want to um understand more of what you do and whether it's a fit for them. Yeah, so the Creating Clarity call to book that, either on Instagram or Facebook um, or through email through when you sign up for our mailing list, you can simply email us, message us, and we're busy moms too, so we get it. We find a time, whether it's daytime, nighttime, we find a time that actually works in your busy schedule. As challenging as that can be, that first step, Um, Once you've done that hardest part, which is reaching out, getting that call booked, then it's like your hand is held and we really guide you. We help you get really – we do three things. We help you get really clear, crystal clear on where you're at, where you want to be, and we give you that intuitive insight that comes through you about what's getting in the way. And a lot of women are like, I'm not sure how to hear my intuitive voice. And it's like, don't worry, we can actually hear that for you on that call. <laughs> we're going to teach you how Ooh. to hear it yourself. But we, I can, we can hear it. So we're going we're gonna to share that with you so that you can actually see what's getting in your way. And then what we do is we share the Meaningful More journey, and we've found it ends up being like a tarot card reading that Something magical is revealed to women while we're sharing the, the Meaningful More journey. We have some visuals that go with it. And so how a tarot card really works is, I mean, there's different factors, but whatever is in your subconscious is going to bubble up, and you're going to see it. So we help people in that way to so get that tarot card message. And then we talk about, is this program a fit for you? Are we a fit for you? Are you a fit for us? Um, because really it is a relationship and we want it to be we want it to be a good fit. So that call mm-hmm. is for, it's 45 minutes and it's life change even the call is life changing for people to actually know what's getting in their way instead of worrying about oh, all the things sure. that might be getting in their way. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I love, so I love the name of the call, too, the Creating Clarity Call. And I, and I see that on Facebook, um, do people go to the Sweaty Successful Moms group? You mentioned Facebook. Is that what the Facebook and Instagram are called? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there's Sweaty a Successful Sweaty Successful Moms, Moms page, and then, yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. And on Instagram as well. You guys are really good on Instagram. I'm just still learning <laughs> Going, well, I, let's see, I got pancakes. Let's, let me show a picture of pancakes. I don't know what I'm going to say about them, but I, that's just, you know, anyway. <laughs> so, but I love, you know, your videos, and it's like, oh, my gosh, there's such great uh, content, you know, on, on your Instagram. I'm, I'm just so impressed. Uh, you guys are doing awesome. I'm so grateful and think, you know, just 
just thankful that um, all three of you, first of all, could make it on on a show today with me for a whole hour, which is for busy moms quite a feat. Um, and I I really hope that 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 moms listening to the show. Do visit your website and your Facebook and Instagram, SweatySuccessfulMoms.com, and book a clarity call or a creating clarity call with you um, to get some support and help because uh, we we all want uh, beautiful, happy children becoming these leaders because we definitely could use them <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, anytime yes. soon uh, for for all of us. Um, any any last words of wisdom? We'll we'll start with uh, Miriam first, and then we'll go for each of you. Any last words of wisdom for our listeners? Last word of wisdom: um, be uniquely you. Yeah, don't don't be ashamed to be who you are. Really, that's what it is. Just just yeah, don't be ashamed to be who you are. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. great. Okay, I'm Kristen. Mm-hmm. It would be embrace the pace of your own journey because your journey is unique to you Ooh. and it's different and it, you're exactly where you need to be exactly this time. So embrace the pace of your own journey. Ooh, good one. Okay, I may have to make a meme with your quote underneath that because I love that. <laughs> that is great. So many people are like, well, so-and-so is ahead of me. and I, you know. Anyway, so, yeah, great. Thank you. And Leslie. The tip I would give, or I'm giving right now, is if you're in fear, shift to love. Love is the ultimate truth, and through fear, you can find love. So if you haven't reached love, it's not the truth yet. So keep going until you uncover love. And when you're living in love, uh, equally the truth will be revealed. So it kind of goes both ways. Look for love, and you'll find truth. Live in love. Live in truth, and you'll find love. Oh, my gosh. So good. Okay, how about you guys make those memes, okay? And I'll just share them. <laughs> yeah. So Perfect. good. Oh, my gosh. So great. Um, so thank you to the three of you, um, Leslie, Miriam, Kristen, Sweaty Successful Moms. Uh, it's been such a pleasure. I want to thank you, and I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Amazing. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Until next time, lots of love, everyone. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.